that shit up for us or what, bro? Yeah, let's get it. Spark that talk, it's your boy Jones And your boy Dini, a.k.a. Jay Lata Oh, we sparking convos about shit that matters This is episode Se Fulo Ono Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What just happened right there? Replay that back, what did you say? Se Fulo Ono I feel like this is Sesame Street <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know what Se Fulo Ono means It is the Samoan word Translated to English, it is the number 16. Yes, sir. So we are on episode 16 of Spark That Talk. DAC says, baby. Yes, sir. We bilingual around here. Man, this looks like a know. trilingual, baby. <laughs> if you ain't know, now you know, baby. You got a black and Samoan man sitting here who speak all types of languages. <laughs> How many languages you know? Uh, I know English. Obviously, that's standard. That's well, I, I ain't gonna say that because I say three. it ain't standard for everybody. I say three. I know three languages. Three good ones. I could I could communicate enough with one of them. Okay. But understand almost everything. Okay. Yeah. So I say three. Does, he, does ebonics count as one? Um, ebonics is for sure on the come up. It's been around. So I'll say I'm four. I'm just waiting to see if they actually make it a language, but that's a language of our own. Pig Latin? <laughs> it's five. I tried to learn Spanish way back in high school, but I just did enough to get by, my nigga. But I, I can't. There's only so many words I could collaborate with, but I can't, like, just hold a convo with a nigga. I just ain't that good yet. Man, you could have passed as a, a Dominican, bro. True, it's crazy, because I, I have found out like, in Cuba they got some... Some like Africans down there, mm-hmm. like some dark, dark people in Cuba, boy. Never would have known. Yeah, you could have passed as one of them if you knew your Espanol. Yeah, I got to do some more research, man. You know how that go. They would have been like Big Papi from Boston, <laughs> Boston Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get my ass beat down there. <laughs> Remember that he got shot up, bro. Yeah, that shit crazy. Heard because he was sleeping with the. Uh, some dude had like some cartel member's wife or something like that. Uh, you got to be careful when you go out of state, baby boy. Don't be swinging it all over the place. Yeah, even if you're a big name. Especially if you're a big name. Middle. Yeah, fuck that, man. But speaking of like just holidays, the fort just passed. And yes, it was sir. a hell of a week, you know? Yes, it was. You know, fireworks is the usual thing. And we saw a great show. First time checking one out on the block with... The city of people instead of just being in the neighborhood. It's a good show. Um, good kickback at my boy house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Little relaxation to get the mind right. Um, and then that morning, as a matter of fact, of the fourth, what happens the best here in Cali? Like, we don't really have too many bad things happening in Cali, but the main, like, natural disaster type of situation that could occur here are what? Earthquakes? Ding, ding, ding. Earthquakes, nigga. Dang, the first dang, earthquake dang. that hit in, like, forever, bro. A six point, a 6.7 hit in a um city called Ridgecrest. I didn't even feel that. California. Earthquake. Yeah, the one on the fourth I didn't feel, bro. Because I think I was either driving or doing something at the time. But then here come the following day on the fifth, I felt that one. 
Oh, I was, yep. The 7.1? You felt the, that one? I was watching the Dodger game. And the Dodger game, even the cameraman shook. Oh, yeah? Yep. And then I was shaking on the couch. And then it was funny because me and Grandma was having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And she f- didn't feel it because she kept talking. And I was like, yo, Grandma, you got to hold up, man. Earth is shaking right now. We rocking. And she just kept on going. Like, she I don't probably like, Earth fuck this earthquake. She said, I'm 96. I'm going to see everything, baby now. boy. <laughs> I'm 96. <laughs> ain't nobody afraid of no earthquake. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I ain't getting under no damn table, nigga. Keep so on think, talking, boy. So July 4th was an earth shook. You feel me? Yeah. Because I didn't feel nothing. Yeah, that wasn't really nothing big, but the one that happened the next day, bro, was that crazy. Was earthquake, baby. It was, um, I was actually on the ninth floor, bro, at the embassy in San Diego. Wow. And we chilling in the room. Motherfucker, just get to swaying, bro. Like, baby girl Jayla, she gets to screaming. And, oh, damn. you know, my wife, she like, let's go get under the table. I'm like, no, nah, we better just brace ourselves. Like, I didn't want to move, bro. But once the shit has stopped. You said that small table? Mm. <laughs> Look, bro, I go I go into the hallway. Everybody out there looking panicked and shit. Like, did you feel that? Did you feel that? Hell yeah, I felt it. Nigga, why you think I'm in the hallway? She just said, hey, I just farted. Everybody <laughs> back in their room. Everybody back in your room. Yeah, that was crazy, bro, to get the, you know, for it to go back to back. It's like, damn, when, when the big, big boy hits. Because I was thinking to myself, damn, when a real big earthquake hits, bro. I wonder if it would just not stop rocking, like just be rocking us for like a day long. Imagine if you're doing your business and an earthquake happened. Oh, you'd be hitting all the spots. Yeah, you about to get a clean flow. <laughs> you about to have triplets in nine months after that. You got water touching your ass while you sitting there. It's splashing up. What is, this, what is going on? Oh, my God, bro. But, yeah, the fourth was good. Besides the earthquake and also some other good news, I know we don't really talk about sports too much, but it was some good shit that occurred. Kawhi and Paul George to the Clippers. Let's give a clap and applause to that. No, nigga. Why you bring that up? <laughs> because, out of all, nigga, out of everything, when 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 we, we when when sports? the Lakers when the Lakers picked up AD, you never brought that up. We did speak when, on that. When, but maybe not when, on the pod. When exactly? But I brought this up. You brought I'm this gonna up tell you why, why I brought this up, bro? Because this is major. Because all I was hearing for the past, like, month, oh, Kawhi to the Lakers, Kawhi to the Lakers. But it's almost like this. Who told you Kawhi to the Lakers? Stephen A. Smith, nigga. And they was all saying Kawhi back in Toronto, back at the six. No. They were saying either he would stay or he would go to the Lakers, bro. The reason why you brought it up is because you're a Flipper fan. (laughs) No, that's the only reason why you brought it up. But I bet y'all know I've been rocking with the Clippers even when they had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre, and them boys, when they had the they big three, so it ain't new. It ain't new news that this is occurring. Who was the center back in two thousand three? <laughs> here we go with the wild conversations. <laughs> here we go with I the non flipper <laughs> fan right here, nigga. <laughs> nigga. I wasn't a fan in two thousand and three. Uh, nigga, I was like thirteen. When did you become a fan? Of the when Blake I saw Clippers? Blake Griffin jump over the Kia, nigga. Oh, that's it. I'm gonna be honest. So, what were you a fan of before that? I was fucking with the Lakers oh, man. and whatever team Shaq was on. So Shaq was on the Lakers. He went to the Heat, and he ended his career with who, the Celtics? So who's on the Flippers No, now? that nigga ended his career with who, the Heat? Um, he got a year with them boys uh, and he, got a championship, nigga. Shaq, Shaq, yeah, but he didn't end his career there. He, I mean, he went to Celtics. He went to the Suns. He went to 
Maybe ended with the like, Suns then. I feel like Shaq went to every team after that. But he was still so good, he got a ring with the Heat. But you saying shout out to who? Who who made the flippers? Please, bro. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Funny, I saw a Facebook post from one of my homies, and he said, it just goes to prove if you're a real L.A. fan, you never trust somebody from the IE, from the Inland Empire. <laughs> Look at Kawhi Leonard. That dude from, I don't know where he from. He from he from the IE somewhere. Don't trust him. But let me ask don't you trust this. Paul George. Let me ask you this. Do you think that now the owner will actually decide, especially if they have a great season, to maybe just go build a stadium or take over the forum? You can't take over the forum. They won't allow y'all to take over the forum. That's already Lakerland over there, too. They already have banners over there. That's all right. We can continue to talk about the past, but what has been going on for the past years recently? Um, Clippers Nothing. not winning anything. But at least them niggas been going to the playoffs while y'all ain't even been close. Hey, I'd rather, I'd rather be enjoying my I vacation. Fuck, look, I mess with the Lakers too, bro, but I am not going to no, sit here and act like I'm, a, I'm bleeding them. You cannot I'm say not. That. Listen, the Lakers, yes, they haven't been making the playoffs, but I'd rather be enjoying my vacation knowing damn well I'm going to get ousted in the second round for no reason, wasting all my energy for no that's reason. That's why I go back to say even when Chris Paul was over here with the Clippers, he proved to me that he isn't the player that everybody in the league made him out to be because he didn't know how to close fucking championships. Ain't nobody on the Flippers know how to close, except for Kawhi. It's all right. But Kawhi, yes, a new year. Let's just wait and see what happens. But the only thing I want to bring up about that fiasco is the fact that there's a dude here in L.A. with a coffee shop called Alfred Coffee's. As soon as he found out about this, he told him, huh? Kawhi and the rest of the Clippers, you ain't allowed to come here to get coffees. You a real one, Freddie. Alfred. No, no, no. You a I real just feel one, like, bro. I just feel like, bro, if something like that can make you discriminate, just think about this, bro. What You don't even know what if like half of your customers was Clipper fans and you said this, now you about to lose mad money. Calm down. Because of this. If half of his customers were Flipper fans... That means he's only having seven people coming every day to get coffee. Look, and his business would have been ousted. So, therefore, all, right. all of them must be Laker fans. So, by his mathematics, there's only 14 Clipper fans. That's basically what he's trying to tell us. That's all I see. No, no, no. I what see more okay? people at the Sparks games than the Clipper games. <laughs> I see more people at the at my local YMCA hooping than at the Clipper games. It's all right. We'll let this uh Hate continue until the season begins, and we shall see. Oh, don't let it get to football season. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I've got all the smack talking, baby. Yeah, when that comes, we will get into it because we will be bringing fantasy football back around and be updating y'all on that, on them stats. Hey, who was a fantasy football champ last year? Nigga, who else? You've been the winner the past two years. Woo, 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 woo! <laughs> uh, this nigga, man. If y'all need help on your fantasy no, football, but my thing. Let me I'll ask. Let, let me ask you guys. If you listen right now, when you hear this episode in the comments, I need you to answer this question. If you're the one who facilitate the league, do you get the best advantage of winning the league? If no. you if you are the creator of the league and you get first pick, I got first pick because we said I got first pick two, last year because we said, hey, if you win the league, you get first pick. But we also do a snake draft. <laughs> we do a snake draft 
to where if I get first pick, I get last pick in the second round. But, bro, the so, first pick is always going to be the best pick. How? Are you kidding me, pick? dog? Who did I get first pick last year? I don't know. Who'd you pick? Um, You know, the reason yeah, this I'm year's uh, fantasy, I wasn't that in tune because we had a lot of, no. like, family shit no, going on. No, it's because I was smart and I made smart trades. Okay. He is a trader. He trades a lot. Okay. On, that, you, not, you put not that, like, you made like, it yeah. wrong. That's a wrong concept. <laughs> not, I'm not like a that. Traitor. He trades all the fucking time. But you got to know what you're doing because if you're coming into this fantasy league and you don't know right from left, you will get ate up. By week 10, you will get niggas will realize out. you ain't even been responding to the text messages no more. You have forfeited all rights to your team. Niggas, niggas is on the bench that's supposed to be playing. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Now we know you're not even playing no more, nigga. Yeah, we had we had dudes by week 10 was already done. Had <laughs> I played had the a whole dude. starting I had, squad I, yeah, on the bench. I had, I had I played a dude and he had three dudes on a bye week playing me, and I almost <laughs> lost that week. But see, and the funny thing is, when the niggas who ain't playing and they win, it be like, what's the odds of that shit? Hey, that just means you suck. But it's coming up, bro. Now we getting kind of deep in the pot. Ain't touched on nothing serious yet. But there's one last thing because you sent this video, bro. About this Disneyland fight. Oh, damn. I thought it was a funny one. I sent you so many videos. No, I only got one video. Well, I know you sent me the funny joints too, but the Disneyland one. Oh, yeah. That was funny. I thought it I was mean, crazy because was... even at work today, <laughs> everybody was bringing it up. And I said, damn, I did get a clip of that shit, man. I'm going to have to go back and watch it for real, for real. What did he say? Oh, neighborhood. <laughs> I started. I didn't even know how to squabble, bro. Bro, I don't know what was on that nigga's brain cell. Something was wrong with that dude. I was dying. I was laughing, to be honest. I was too because I know he was assaulting women, but at the end of the day, <laughs> this dude was like mad weird. Like, he was only hitting the chicks. And he said, I'm ready to go to jail today. Did you see him squaring up with the dude but never really threw a punch at that Man, nigga? I saw the white, I saw the dude in the white square up with him. <laughs> And the hand reached out for the girl with the weave and bah, slapped her. And I said, that's, that's oh. That's what I said. He was squaring up with the dude and then retracted and macked the chick next to him. I said, I was like, what the fuck? Look, the nigga, the dude in the white hit the chick, huh? Because yeah, he was squaring yeah. up with the dude and then socked yeah. the old girl next to the old boy. I'm like, what are you doing? Y'all in the wrong fight today. Y'all, that's scary. Y'all can't fight each other. Like, it was the wildest situation. And then... The crazy part was towards the end when I could have sworn the old girl in the brown was the dude's girl. It was. And then yeah. next thing I know, he wobbling her. And I said, because I heard her, somebody say, like, oh, to his mom. or so I guess they were all family, bro, to be honest. Yeah, he hit his mom. Or she, she knocked his mom over. Yeah, she hit the mom, and then he lost it. Said, what? You hit my mama. <laughs> mac, 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 mac. Hit her with that two-piece with a side of fries and all that. Bro, I was like, this Ended is the, the wildest biscuit. family feud at Disneyland. And then got choked out by all the vatos that were over there. Some niggas slept them and then walked away back to the rides. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> but I want to thank them. I want to thank all y'all that was involved because now Disneyland's going to have heavy security. Oh, Disneyland. So it took three but minutes the worst, for security But the worst there. part is that Disneyland never felt like you was being harassed by security. Now, if they up the security, it's going to kind of feel like just another hood spot. We can't even go to Disneyland no more. But out of all places in Disneyland, you really going to do it in Toontown, man, where all the kids is at? 
Are we, is this Toontown again where we was at when I told you about old boy? The creepy nigga. Toontown? Yes. Why do niggas like Toontown? <laughs> what, what is going on in Toontown which make these grown-ass men act a fool over there, bro? Tell them the story of what, when we went to Disneyland. All right, we took the kids out one day to Disneyland, and we in Toontown about to get on one of these rides like the this little kids. Cart. This is kids Strictly only. Strictly kids. It's and a, like if you have your kids, right. if your parents with the kids. Right. Facts. You need to be in the line if you have children. If you don't have kids, do not get in this line. Now, we in line. It's a dude standing behind us. He got him a nice little backpack with one of them. What's them sacks you put around your waist? Um, dang. Happy you know. sack? I don't know. <laughs> but y'all know them little pouches around your waist that clip on your back. That niggas just put it it's over It's a little pouch now. and shit. Yeah. It's like the new wave. They putting them over their shoulders like they cool and shit. Like they got wrestling Damn, belts. But they But he's rocking this thing, bro. He got his backpack on. And I'm looking around, telling this nigga, I'm like, bro, like, I don't think this nigga here with nobody. He, like, literally in line, solo dolo, bro. Come to find out, he was, bro. My man's get on the ride by himself, having a grand old fucking time. He had a fanny pack. Fanny Sorry. pack. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad we don't know what the name is. That means we got a couple in the stash. Because yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have one, bro. But he had a fanny pack, bro. Like, my man's getting on the ride, having the time of his life. He get off. I realized he really was by himself. He kept on walking through the park. Now, at this point, I told this nigga, this is creepy, man. Like It's nighttime now. It's, it's not nighttime, even. bro. Like, it's what, about 8 o'clock? It's already dark. Like, fam, like, what are you doing in Toontown at these hours by yourself? Why not you not at home doing something? Like, it's just... To me, if you are a grown man, I don't think you should be sagging around Disneyland by yourself. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that logic. Um, I know I wouldn't do it, bro. Like, Disneyland is enough hassle to go with the kids. I'm not going to be up there by myself just swagging around the park, bro. There's many things you shouldn't do as an adult. And that's be anywhere where it's a lot of kids. By yourself. By yourself. Like, nigga, your homies call you like, what you on? Shit, I'm in line in Toontown. Who you up there with? Shit, just me. <laughs> Where you at? I'm on the park. Damn, you at the park? What you doing? Just swinging into these swings. Looking like a weirdo FaceTiming. Like, um, he, he over there got himself on the gram swinging on the playground, nigga. Like, talking about I made some new friends. They six and seven years old. See, them the niggas you got to look out for, man. So beware. Those, those mustaches. They, they got mustaches only. Yeah, beware. Like, don't, like. Just watch your kids at Disney. I know it's a fun place and shit, but there's obviously a lot of weird shit going on now too around there for some reason. For the tickets to be a hundred plus dollars, how can you afford to go in there just to be fucking around? Yeah, because I know damn well they didn't have no season pass. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the neighborhood that he claimed paying for it. Oh man, I could, I couldn't believe that nigga went that far. Away. I can't believe he uh, the dude in the white dropped old girl and he said, "Come on, let's go, let's get out of here." Like, Nigga. He swooped the kids up like, <laughs> and and then at one point the lady pushed the cart with the kids off oh, to get them kids, and then got back to getting ate up. I was dying because the mama dropped like she had a heart attack. I saw that like I didn't understand what just occurred. Like fell on the sides. She's probably thinking oh, I'm about to get paid. <laughs> She's like, wait, this is my family. <laughs> just like oh, big girls. She but you know too. that's the funniest part, like. At first, I was hearing people talking about it, but now everybody's realizing it was all family members. 
So something must have wild happened right then and there at Disneyland. Like if y'all was already getting into it before you got to Disneyland, nigga, come on. That's a hundred. As many people as they had right there, that's about a thousand dollars to get in there, nigga. I'll give you a thousand reasons on probably why they got into a fight. Top of the list is they probably fighting over a churro. <laughs> No, old girl wanted that churro bad. How the fuck gonna take the bite with all the cinnamon on it, nigga? Nigga, go give it back to the girl and have her roll it back in the joint. And then at the end, and old girl was supposed to be in this girl was like, I was just trying to help. They was all ganging up on you. <laughs> I was like, you still talking to this nigga after he beat your ass like that? I was that? like, dog. Why are you explaining yourself now? Like, this shit is over. You really, really got your weave grabbed and this dude pounding on you. And all I kept hearing was... You hit my mama. You hit my mama. He wild out quick. I said, damn, this is a change of events, nigga. You was just protecting her. And that's why she even probably thought to herself, what the fuck? And then he got choked out, didn't say nothing, got back up and said, but any time, But any time he got a finesse by a nigga, he wasn't ready, bro. So you could tell he was a bitch. I don't know why he thought he was hard. Like, you, you guys were punching women. Shit was trash, bro. Like, it was the wildest shit I think I've seen in a long time. What would you have done in that situation? What you mean, if I was a bystander? Yeah. I would probably do what the mother niggas did, choke that nigga out. Damn. I probably would have had the To be honest, I would have had the camera out. I wouldn't want to put a camera out, bro, because I'm going to be like, man. Because at first, nobody knows that they're family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. From the outside, you like, damn, this nigga bobbing these chicks up like, like, what the fuck? Like, but this is the craziest part about it, bro. This go back to what I said. It's the age of where motherfuckers just stand around and watch, right? Mm. All these people at Disneyland, it took, what, three minutes for anybody to that's intervene? And that's that's a crazy thing. That is crazy, nigga. I, I, know, I know some people were on the phone trying to call the cops and try to call security, trying right. to do something. But the but rest look, were look just trying to rest look at they look at their response time, nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. You would think they'd be a little faster. You spend all that goddamn money over there. I would have. I would have been probably. I don't know. I saw that putt putt by itself. Hmm. I never rode a putt putt in my life. I probably would have just hopped on it and probably cruised around. Oh, the little three wheel joint. The thing that the mom was sitting on. <laughs> she didn't even make it back on there, bro. Yeah, that's she was, was on like, the. Y'all would have been looking for it. Like, where like why was at? you not even in it? Why was you standing up anyway? <laughs> like, you ended up falling on your side. Like, you should have never been out of the seat. <laughs> I'm yelling, Timber! I'm, like, that was a wild, wild uh, fight, I that guess, we caught, man. But, yeah, that's just a... I know we're just babbling about shit, but I know all y'all probably saw that or heard about pretty much all the shit we were just talking about. But like you said, it's a lesson for us, like... Don't be a bystander. Try to. Oh, for sure. Try to help out in any way you I can. Mean, not, say, not trying to say break it up, but like, yo, having six, seven dudes trying to jump in there like how they did at the end of the video is what should have happened. At the jump. At the jump. So that. Like, once you saw happened. the first, like, strikings, somebody should have kind of, like, got on their toes. Like, it's a lot of dads out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's wild to think of it like that, but there's a gang of dads at Disneyland, nigga, with their kids. And when I go to Disneyland, they're everywhere, bro. So you can't tell me, especially in that area right there, there was nobody that could have finessed this nigga. For real. They was probably either scared of his size or because he looked like he was in a rage. But in reality, when you look at him, bro, he was, he, 
My man's Woody wasn't that uh, limber and strong, nigga. He was only tossing the chicks, and the way he was squaring up was like he never fought a day in his life. This dude squared up from the waist. It was awkward, because even when the dude in the white squared up with him, they both was just dancing like they were scared of each other. Man. Like, nigga, if you don't knock this nigga out, like, I ain't never really seen two grown men, like, dance like that, and then end up socking the chick instead of the dude that's in front of him. <laughs> like, that was the weirdest, that was the weirdest emotion I ever witnessed in my life, like... He looking you dead in the face, nigga. Then he knocks old girl right oh, here, no, right and this uh, nigga proceeds to do something else now. Yeah, he's wasn't that the crazy him. part? He went to do something else now. He went to go knock out the other chick, who was probably <laughs> his sister. I don't know. I said y'all squared up with each other, and y'all ended up hitting girls. You are the two weirdest dudes I think I've ever you know, seen. Goofy man. ass niggas, bro. Y'all really Fuck. look like y'all was dancing to some R. Kelly. That shit sad, man. And then hit some girls, but anyway. <laughs> Whew. All right, now, here's a topic I want to get into that's a little more serious because I just recently received a letter in the mail to be summoned to jury duty. Mm. Jury duty. Um, Got the letter last week, opened him up. Got like a questionnaire type thing on there and some shit telling you where to report on which date and what time and to be available, I guess, for like five days. Like, you could be pulled or called or whatever. But I'm before. Yeah, so I know you recently had to deal with that shit. Uh, break it down a little bit. Like, the um, motions to do jury duty. So, um, yeah, I got summons to Long Beach uh, court courthouse. and On Ocean? Up. On Ocean. Yeah, that's where they called me, too. <clears throat> yeah, so the new building. And so yeah, it was new. there. It's it was nice. It's nice. But there's, like, they break it up into groups. So they tell you, you know, if you can't be there, um, write down a reason. And then they'll summon you again. So I was like, I'm not trying to come back here, so I might as well get over with. So anyway, there's probably a 100 of us that was left over. And they broke us up into three groups. But in my group, there were 60 of us. So long story short, what they do is they bring you to court. You have the defendant there. You have both the lawyers there. And then you have the judge. Now, what they do is they sit the first 12. I was number 56 out of 60. So they sit you, bro. This is an all-day thing. Mm. On to the next day. On to the next day. So anyway, they sit you up there, 12 first. And then they ask you questions. Your name, um, where you live, what your occupation is. And then they start asking you questions. Like, each lawyer will ask you questions. Like, if you knew this, this, this happened, how would you... um, how would you respond to this case? Hmm. Or or um, if we presented all this evidence and you think one is off, would you think that this person is guilty or not guilty? So what they're doing is they start dwindling down, like nitpicking, like I don't think they're fit for this case. I don't think he's fit for this case. And they hmm. start going until they have the full 12. Now, you may not make it up there, but you still got to sit through all that whole process. Right. You know what I mean? Because you basically still need to hear what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They do present the case and what happens, and then that's when they start nitpicking who who should be up there, who shouldn't. Fortunately enough, I wasn't picked. They stopped at 51. Okay. The crazy part is um, the fact that when I'm looking at the questionnaire, it's asking you certain questions that you would not assume it would ask you due to the fact you got a letter telling you to come to jury duty. Mm-hmm. Why would you need to know if I was an American citizen 
if you sent me a letter to come to jury duty. You obviously have my, you obviously know who I am. You have me in the records for you to want me to come sit on a trial as a as a juror to a trial. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. But what, what what's your question? Like, why are they sending you questions? Like, you know, I, I want to know why we have to answer that questionnaire of all this extra shit. You're, you're like, you're asking me, am I a citizen? Was I born here? All these things as if you don't already have that information. Mm. I know you got to have that info for you to even be sending me this letter. True. Because I'm in the database. And for you to be the government, you have my information already. Why do I always, like, for everything, they always want you to just disclose your citizenship. The only thing about this one they didn't ask was your ethnicity, which, if they did, I think would be biased out the gate. Yeah. That's, I, I think I think they do these things because it's just to confirm because you may it may be get sent to the wrong address. Somebody mm. could be messing with it. You know what I mean? True. I think that I mean that's just me. I thinking. mean they don't ask you for your social or nothing. So no, they don't. But what if I got your letter and I said you're not a citizen? Oh yeah, fuck your whole program up. You feel me? <laughs> and like, now they you know, coming to knock on your door like, what's good, baby? Yeah. It's like yo, you sent this to the wrong address. I mean, or the mailman dropped it off at a different spot. Some is, I guess, you know, certain protocols. Yeah, for certain shit. But I guess the question I wanted to raise about jury duty was: Do you think you think that we need to be the ones responsible for locking people up? Like a, a juror, a jury, they're there to convict the person. So whether to say this person guilty or not guilty. And now that you've been chosen, which I'm pretty sure is a process, they're going to choose people that they feel is going to work in their favor, the prosecutor's favor, correct? Yes. So you went through that a little bit. Did you see any kind of, um, did you think any of it was discriminatory, especially when they chose, or did you find it to be any awkward people that they chose, like, oh, now I see why they would have chose a person like that instead of me? No, because... Um, it, it it was balanced because as a defendant, right? As um, uh, what do you what do you call those lawyers? You got one that's for and then one against it, or something like that, right? And so yeah. they're, they're asking you all these questions. Both of them are asking you questions back and forth, mm-hmm. and then they they huddle up together with the judge, and they were like, "All right, we need a if I want him and you say no, the judge makes the final pick." Like, mm-hmm. nah, I don't think he should. Or, yes, I think he should. So they're trying to weave out all those people who won't be fit to judge this right. uh, case. Right. So, but my thing is this. Like, if I am if I get chosen and they want me to sit on the thing and somebody come out like, it's like a 12-year-old boy or a girl, they just stole a candy bar from the store. And they... Judge talking about we gonna get this little nigga. I know this is like I don't know how they do it like juvenile court to adult court, but just example wise, quote unquote. Now this little kid stole maybe a candy bar or something. Let's just say a grown man stole a candy bar out of a store. Do you think that they need to be found guilty to the point where they're doing a year or so in jail over a candy bar? Um, no, this I, don't is think, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think, I think that's very excessive 
But to answer your question on should we, should the people of the jury, right, or people in general, mm-hmm. citizens of this country, be the ones to determine if you go to jail or not. Correct. And my answer to that Correct. is no, I don't think so. I don't hmm. feel like I should be given that power to send someone who I don't know right, to jail. Because check this out, I had somebody next to me tell me before all this started, he said, He's been picked on the jury twice out of five times. But he Mm. said, you know, they start nitpicking all these people. If you say that you're racist, you're not part of it. If you say you're, um, if you even tell them straight up, like, yo, I'm for the police or um, I'm for my people, like Mm -hmm. knowing that that guy is of color, I'm for my people, then no. If you're part of any affiliation that has to do with where that person's from, then no, you're not picked part of. But anyone can lie. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure not strapped with a lie detector test while you answer these questions. Nope. So I, I like what you're saying because a person can say anything when they're asked these questions. Now, if somebody is really on that person's side, they're trying to get off that they may know who actually committed a crime and they're giving this person all the right answers to get selected. That could be an issue. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You don't want a, a fucking child rapist walking the streets because you got a nigga on the, in the jury pool who... Know this nigga, and he finessed his way up there. Now it's like a one of them trials where either get thrown out, this nigga just let <laughs> is, uh let go free. Like you don't want no shit like that to occur. Which is, I can understand that being the true thing where people could pretty much lie their way through the whole process mm-hmm. and have have some silly shit occur. But even when like okay, you got the jury, but then you have the judge. So if the jury tells the judge, oh, we find this person not guilty, the judge can still go back and say, I, I find this nigga guilty, right? Or what is the purpose of the judge then? I don't. Can he do that? That's a question I need to look up or figure out. Because if it's a trial by jury and you have a jury on your trial, can the judge overturn what the jury selects, their selection? Gonna do a quick Google search for that real quick so we can get y'all the answer on that because I would like to know. I never had to deal with no shit like that. Said a judge may only throw out guilty verdicts. He may never overrule a jury that acquits a defendant and then himself declare the defendant guilty. Mm, so basically, if the jury finds them not guilty, the judge can't overturn it. Mm. But the judge can overturn a guilty verdict. So if the jury says this nigga's guilty, the judge can be like, not guilty. But it's still, overruling a jury's verdict in a criminal case is more difficult because of the Sixth Amendment right mm. to trial by jury. Mm. So in general, a verdict so of not guilty cons- cannot be overturned. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's protected. Protected by the word of law. Yeah, but I, I me, myself, I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that says... Yo, like, like just sleeping with that guilty. shit on your conscience, like at night, like if you don't really even know the whole story. Exactly. Cause you, I've seen shit. I've seen countless of times, like if you have to go to court, for, like just for petty shit, and you got niggas coming in already shackled, judge, like you got a hundred years, like, and ain't nobody even in the courtroom with this person, like just slapping them with all these years, and I'm like. For me to be a citizen just sitting in here not knowing this person and see how they just slapping these years on people, it's just a crazy system. 
I mean, the other day we started <clears throat> talking about something, right, bro? When we was talking about um, is even prison and stuff like that. Is that even the is that the best way to go about making people pay for their crimes? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, like even with something like that, it's kind of a give and take on certain things. I don't feel like people should be caged like animals, like uh-huh. caged to where you see no sunlight, caged to where you 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 mentally could go nuts. I mean, you're like basically now confined. I understand certain crimes, but for like the petty things that's going on, people like even with the little marijuana cases going on. Everybody's been convicted for small amounts, and now you got billboards on the 17 talking about come pick up. Hmm. It's kind of like a slap in the face to those people who's still sitting in these cells over petty crimes. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking legal now. So mentally that could affect a human, my nigga. Like, just look at an animal. You put an animal in a cage and leave that nigga in there for a couple days, come back. How is that animal acting now? Might be fucking delusional, want to bite your ass, right? Yeah, for real. So now you increasing the rage in niggas, like, and you wonder why a lot of these cats come out and go right back in because they don't know how to fucking function in the real world. True. That. When they say, "Oh, go to prison is rehabilitating people," I don't believe that to be the truth. True. Of course, you gonna be a little more chilled out if you were able to actually cope with it, but it's a lot of niggas who can't cope with this shit. But even. Flip the script a little bit, even vice versa on that. Say, for example, um, this crime boss, everybody knows in the jury, this crime boss, this dude did commit stuff, but right. his lawyer is so good to where he's pulling out little tricks and evidences that he's throwing out, but then mm-hmm. the other lawyer doesn't have anything to counter against it, Right. but you have to go by the evidence that's given to you. You can't just say, oh, because in my heart I think he's guilty, I'm going to call him guilty. You feel so me? So basically the justice system is the game of chess. Man, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's well, all the lawyers, is. I mean, I feel like it's the lawyer's pitch. Bro, like, the, man, lawyer, if you the lawyers, they, they, they working together, the uh, public defenders, all them, they all in cahoots. Yeah. See, you so know what I'm saying? Even if it's like- Most of the time they in cahoots, bro. Like, I've gone to court for, like, tickets and shit like that. They were like, do you want a public defender or do you want to represent yourself? Represent like, myself. I mean, the most, yeah, most of the time you can't do that if it's something simple mm-hmm. that you could comprehend on your own. But if it's like a criminal case and you're you're not fortunate enough to have money to get a lawyer, you subject defender. to a public defender, which now this person has hundreds of cases and isn't really focused on just your problem. Yeah. So it could just be throwing you shit just to get you off the hook real quick or Oh, just take this little time. It ain't nothing. Woo, woo. Just take the probation. But you don't understand probation can probation is basically like being locked up. Yep. Oh, we're gonna give you uh three years probation over this petty shit if you don't want to do no time. That's crazy. Okay, now you're 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 in a situation for three years where you do anything lopsided, you're going to jail anyway. It's almost like you're giving them people enough leash to hang themselves. In them three years, because some some of the um, requirements are so strict that even if you can't be riding around with certain niggas, you can't be seen with these type of niggas, you can't be in a car with felons, all types of things. Like, you get caught up drinking or jaywalking, they can just decide to blow your shit and just be like, you know what, come on back in, baby boy. Go ahead and get that time off your hands. For real. You know, it's a... 
So wild system that we're dealing with when it comes to our people, period. You know what I'm saying? Of course, our minority people are are the higher percentage of niggas locked up. But, you know, we all getting locked the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's sad to say that the, it's, it's built like this to where you have to be in cages for years upon years for certain crimes, dog. Like, I don't know. It's not like it only affects... You know, it not only affects that person who's who's getting locked up, but I know for me, if I see on the news or if I know somebody, say of Polynesian descent that gets locked up, it's like, man, you're putting a bad stamp on our name, on our people's name. And I know it's the same way with the black community, Hispanic community, I mean, for white sure. community, anybody. It's like, yo, you're just giving other races and other ethnicities more fuel to the fire. Like, yo, like, but the stop sad doing part this for us, stuff. though, bro, is that. It could be something petty for a black person to commit, and now it's all over the news, blasting their right. face on that shit. Right. But then I saw something not too long ago about something in the hills getting caught with, like, thousands of guns. They never disclosed this nigga's name or face. Mm, crazy. And I wonder why. You say that. He up in the hills? Mm. Bro. That's all you have to say. He but up that, in the hills? But that's, I already but know that's what, what I'm is. saying, fam. It's like, I wonder why they didn't plaster this nigga's face all over He's the street. He's Indian. No. <laughs> he, he, Nick, bro, he wasn't black. I know that. But I know that goddamn I know, everybody, I know everybody's mind is like, oh, he a white dude. But that's what I'm saying. That's, I think he's that, from Sri Lanka. That'll be the, that'll be the first go-to, right? Because it's kind of like, okay, like I said, they go back to a young kid stealing something out the grocery store. All of a sudden, it's all on the week, the nightly news. Yep. Here go this guy get caught with thousands of rifles and shit. No names or faces get disclosed. I'm confused. This is a wild situation going on, but this little nigga just stole some candy bars. Now this nigga's life is ruined because he took a snicker, nigga. The nigga was hungry. Man, nigga, you got life for what? Man, I stole a Kit Kat, a couple of snicker bars. My nigga was hungry, but my man's up here ready to supply the whole block with the burners. That nigga's still probably at home with his feet kicked up right now. You probably paid them off. If you got that many burners, you already know you could pay somebody off. And you in the hills, nigga. This was just for fun they did. Yeah, let's right. take all the straps. He's he going to get them back. So let's just get, make a scene. So correct me if I'm wrong, right? So I, I guess we sided with each other that you cannot, <laughs> you cannot put somebody's life in your hands to determine if he's guilty or not or she's guilty or not, correct? Or, yeah, I, I'm, just not, I'm just not feeling that system. And I just don't. I just feel like the criminal justice system needs to be reformed and revamped completely anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like it's um So if it's not for us to judge, who should judge? I just you know, that's a tough question. Cause if you just leave it up to the judges, it's it's over with. You know, you, you it, for everything it's a good and bad it's a it's a good and evil with everything, right? Yeah. So if we and don't want to be the nigga to be saying, Oh, I find him guilty or not guilty Good question. Who do we, who who do we put in charge of that? That's still to be determined, I guess. But I guess the thing that I'm trying to say is locking people up for the petty shit, giving them years upon years, don't make sense. That that's not rehabilitating nobody. That's that'll just make somebody actually go nuts or want to do other harm. Like you in prison, bro. Like you could be a petty theft nigga sitting in the cell with a killer. Now, if something go down while you inside, you might catch another charge because you had to protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you caught a charge while you was inside, even though 
I've heard times when niggas told me they was in there for only for like seven days, bro. And they've had it to where a nigga knew uh, they was about to get out and made sure something popped off to try to get these niggas involved to where they caught more time. Like, like silly shit, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's laughable, bro. But I've heard of niggas getting lost in the sauce where they catch a charge that ain't serious, end up catching another case in jail. Just because they was on a survival tip. Right. And now they in prison, prison, nigga. Because the system took your ass in for some traffic tickets. And now you sitting in here with Cujo, nigga, who done slaughtered 20 niggas the other, other week. And you just ran a couple of red lights. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, man, two dudes just looking at the dude getting his plate in line. Just, and that's Roscoe. Yeah, he got 10 years. For doing what? Oh, he threw a water bottle over the fence into his neighbor's yard. She called the cops. Dang. It's like, so that nigga think he hard, huh? <laughs> Let's go bust that dude dome open. <laughs> <laughs> now, Roscoe got to protect himself, and he catching another case. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga ain't doing nothing crazy. Yeah, you fucking with these cohort, the niggas who got life. Yeah. You, you in a cell with a nigga that got life, and you getting out in 10 days. You better pray mm. this nigga got a soul and want your ass to go home. Come on, bro. This nigga be like, fuck this. I'm fucking you before you leave, boy. You know what I'm saying? I, I Nigga, it's, it's not even a laughing matter, bro. I know niggas who told me about they got people doing life, and they want them to fuck niggas in jail, bro. They want they want them to find somebody that they can get with because they know they're going to do life, bro. They want them to have somebody like that. Like it's, that. it's crazy, bro. Like, whoo, it's crazy. That's, that's the system that's built. For niggas who commit crimes, I guess. Well, maybe we this want your feedback, we right? We want your feedback. We want to see what you think. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you ever did time and something like that and you have a story you want to tell, hit the comments, hit us up, tell us your story, bro. We definitely will want to hear it. Like, it's just, I just don't feel like this criminal justice system is set up properly for the human race. Like, it's it's a crazy uh, phenomenon. For real. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But then somebody, uh, we want to touch something on. Yeah, bro. Um, so not so intense anymore. The intense part has passed. Doing a 180 right now. Yes, we are. Um, I posed a question the other day on the gram, which I will start doing on a weekly basis to try to get, you know, our People following, involved. our listeners involved with the podcast a little more. We're just going to ask the question of what type of topics would you like to hear on the Next week's episode. So, we got a good response this week from Sia Tulau29. Shout out Bridget up in Seattle. Shout out to her. She um, is co-owner of what? She has a, a business, bro. Blow Blow Dry Bar out in Utah. Yeah, yeah. She resides in uh, Seattle right now, but. So, entrepreneurship is yeah. on her, her side for sure. She did post a great question, though. What was it? Yeah, she posed a question of basically a topic to speak on of managing different hats that we wear in our everyday lives. Now, to make that a little clearer to the people, the question is basically asking you, how do you go about your everyday life with all the different type of tasks or type of um, situations you're involved with from work to being either a husband or wife to having kids, to owning a business, to going to work, all these type of different things you may be juggling on a daily basis. 
how do you how do you manage these things on a daily basis? How do you get these behaviors, these intentions as adults to Right, like how would you go about basically having your playful and taking care of business on a daily basis? How could you what motivates you? What type of things do you do to stay stress free or just shit like that to keep you going to get you through these days? That's what I'm getting from this question. Yeah. Not having like those certain hats drip into the wrong category. Correct. Like making sure you keep everything in their own section almost. Because yeah. once they start blending, that's when you start having issues. By prioritizing and having balance in your life, basically, right? That makes sense. You know, yeah. prioritizing what's most important. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure for most f- things, for most people, family comes first, then God, then the business, you know, money, all these type of things. You know, there's a list of things you have to deal with on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, especially for someone like this who asked this question who owns their own business and has kids, correct? Yes. Married? Uh, Yes. Okay, now. That's a lot of hats we both share. Two beautiful kids. So, from you, let's break it down how me and you can handle this, you know what I mean, on a daily basis. Well, I guess I guess the biggest one would be, let's say, not bringing your work stress to the home and then vice versa, Great. not bringing your uh, home stress to mm-hmm. work. Wow. Right? I think that's one of the biggest ones a lot of people struggle with every day because your house, your home life, of course, we all have our good and bads, but then when you go to work, it could be the same thing. But the last thing you want to is go to work carrying some shenanigans from the house into the workplace mm-hmm. or bringing the shenanigans from work to home because now you and your spouse and kid could be in a good space, but you come home with the shenan- <laughs> like, what's wrong with you shit? Like, the question, oh, what's wrong with you? You just got home. And then you start popping off because you... Stressed out about work, yeah. like you're not you gonna really say it. Yeah, you're not gonna say it's work thing, work related, but your mind is there. It's there and it's reflecting. Next thing you know, you gonna end up like that Disneyland. Hit <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, my mama. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Start pulling niggas weaves out. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> nigga. All I did was say, "What's up, honey?" You know. And what then mean? when like, you come back to work the next day, niggas like, "Why you got a black eye, bro? What happened, <laughs> nigga?" Because of y'all niggas. Yeah, stressing y'all me out yesterday. Stressing me out, shit. bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 for sure probably one of the biggest things for most people dealing with going from work to home, making sure you don't intermingle the two because I, I see that with a lot of niggas, man. That work to home, I was asking, I actually asked my wife, and she gave me good input on how to deal with it, how mm. to leave business to business so that once you step into the, the realm of our home, what should you do? So she said that, once somebody steps into the house, you ask them how their day is, and you let them vent and listen to them. Because mm. once you let them vent and they bring out that work problem, that's that's at the beginning. Once they walk into the house, you right. let them vent. They throw it all out the window right after that. Bam. And if you want to give like advice, you can. But then after that, that stops. Because now they feel better that it's off their shoulders. I understand what you're saying with that sounds. To me, that sounds good. But the problem is, what if... The other person says something to you that doesn't help the situation. So that's why. So without you like furthering going into death about shit, now you throwing shit around and shit like you, you getting hot and hot. Like I understand coming in less release for maybe the first 20 minutes and get 
get to what we doing because we don't want this shit lingering yeah. past a certain time, especially once you get home, you're trying to, you know, enjoy each other's time. You know yeah, what true. I mean? No, you, you're right. I feel so, like as a person that's listening to it, like try to try to find avenues and find ways to not make that a problem later on in the day. Like, hmm. yo, we just trying to keep this like a five, ten minute deal. Yeah. And we just trying to have family time. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I mean, like I said, that's that's one way. That's not that's not the only way that okay, we can. Okay, so do those it, right? are only two two aspects of the juggling here. Managing I would say stay off the phone, bro. That's a key one because we spoke about that before too. Like a two hours uh, span or something with the phones just down. Don't mess with the phones. I kind of think that's what you already do because when I try to contact you, sometimes mm-hmm. I get no response, which is great. Cause now I'm like, hey, my baby I'm not calling the, this nigga during certain hours. He's got he's got the phone playing his video games. <laughs> I know I'll be like, Cam, is your dad there? <laughs> hey, huh? he know how to answer the phone. I, I know, fool. I'll be like, I ain't gonna say nothing, bro. But <laughs> now uh, say it, bro. I wanna hear it. <laughs> he said no. The other, I think it was last night. I called Cam, answered. Yeah. He wasn't really saying much. But then all I heard in the background was like, look what daddy got. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Cam. You gotta up. stop swiping left on my pictures, nigga. I hung up the phone quick. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. Click, click. I'll wait for this nigga to see our car, bro. You got certain albums for a reason, Cam. <laughs> for my eyes only. Nah, <laughs> nah but, 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 but the yeah. way I was looking at that was, like, say if you're really into your business, I'm saying stay off your phone because you may have... You may be reading your work emails, and it's still thinking about work, right? For sure. You might um, have work-related calls coming in. Mm-hmm. You might be g- texting and gossiping with coworkers via social media or, or that's or That's the issue for me. Like, yeah. we have a group chat. Shit just be buzzing off right? after work. And, like, and I'm like, Yo. nigga, why are you niggas still texting? My wife is asking me, why are these, y'all niggas always texting? I'm like... Damn, I probably need to either silence the chat when I'm at home or something, cause these niggas don't care. They gonna just text away. You know what I mean? I got this thing. Too many I dudes. got this thing like between this hour and this hour. Everybody that's on my work, that um, that says SpaceX next to it, right mm-hmm. uh, on my on my contacts. Yeah, it does not buzz. It's on mm. night, so it does not buzz. And I so there's a way to set that up. Yes, there is. I'm gonna have to, yeah. I got my niggas on. You might have to holler at they me. They acronyms after this too. Yeah, they gonna they gonna listen and be like, "Oh, you talking about us?" Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jones. <laughs> if you yeah, come I'm out talk- with a flat, yeah, I'm talking about you, niggas, no, boy. Us, texting at fucking one in the morning, talking about pick this truck up over there. Look, nigga, I ain't even up yet. You know, right? you know what else? I I also thought like to keep stress at work. You know what I do? Hmm. Is um and what most people do is is finding yourself a ritual. You find yourself a hmm. ritual that you start off something small, something to help decompress and help the situation, help you transition from that work life to that to that uh home life is like maybe right after work you go work out. Or right after work go take a shower. That so that it, good, it, bro. it's like, in your head like, yo, I'm refreshed now. I'm I think what you being. just said about the workout thing, because I asked that on the gram the other day too, what's a way for people to relax? And most people said gym, because I asked it would it be gym or the yoga. Nigga said gym, like, I know I need to get my ass in there, but I think I'm thinking about really doing that, bro, to kinda it could free your mind. You'll be focused on other things at that point. 
There's no way you're still thinking about work after you burnt out. They said Jim, and you said, oh, Jimmy John's? <laughs> <laughs> Food sounds like a good idea. You're right. Man, bro. I don't I don't fuck with Jimmy John's. You're a weirdo. I just I really oh, don't like I really don't like, like lunch meat sandwiches like that. I only go to Subway sometimes. But um man. back to the question at hand, nigga. Back to the question at hand. So we basically managing right now for work from home. I guess that's pretty much most of it because besides those two things, relationship you gotta juggle, the kid time you gotta juggle, like I think that might be one of the uh, another hard one right there, managing work life to home life to actually spending real time with your kids. Like I'm noticing lately, like if I get home, I could have been up since f- fucking three a.m. Don't get off till about five in the afternoon. Get to the crib. Already tired. You know my daughter is still full of energy, nigga. And it's like I don't want to always have to be that nigga, like. Oh, we'll play tomorrow or we'll go somewhere this weekend. Like, you know, I don't want to always have to do that. So I'm trying to figure out how to entertain her still for at least an hour or two at a high level that she will be ready to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Make to another where, baby, nigga. Well, I'm working on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Facts. I mean, this is real life. Hey, that's no, this, either that or what, adopt a three-year-old, bro. No, nah, but bam. what you're saying is true. Like, that's what I'm working on because if she has a sibling, then she going to stay focused. Like, even that day, like, when Cam and Jayla was in the pool, they were so consumed with that together yeah, for hours. Didn't have to worry about it. Didn't have to really think too much about shit. Like, I think once she get a sibling, she'll find more time. They'll play games with each other, things like that. But right now, I don't like to just see her sitting there by herself, twiddling her thumbs. And then she'd be like, Dad, let's play. And then I'm like, ah. <laughs> ah, know. baby girl, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> until you wake up at 3 in the morning, then... Uh, You'll never know. But I, I've been trying better. Like, yesterday I got home. I said, fuck it. I'm not going to act tired today. I'm going to just. I took her in the back, nigga. We barbecued, and I let oh, her nice. ride the bike and shit outside. The whole and two minutes. I was minutes. like, cool. No, it was about it was about an hour. <laughs> it was about a good hour. But then when we went in the house, nigga, she was hot. But what? I'm like, I just gave you your time. You said you wanted to go outside. We outside. We chilling. We having a good time. But now it's time to go in the house. I think for kids, they don't understand the concept of you get a little bit of time here and a little bit over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't going to get all the 24 hours now. But it's, it, I think that's why the weekends sometimes, like, I think juggling that, I think the weekends are critical. Yeah. Especially for people who really work most of the hours Monday through Friday. If you got them Saturday, Sundays, you better at least put a day, a whole day, to just doing something with the family, dog. Yeah. Like, but I say, think say, that's critical. Yeah. That's for the weekends, though. But like you said, like on an everyday basis, finding that hat. You got to find something. For your kids. So yeah. I recently found out that my son, he's three years old, is in love with Spider-Man. And he likes playing games on my phone. So for me to interact with him, I downloaded this Marvel versus Capcom or whatever. Okay. And we always pick Spider-Man, so he playing against somebody else. Always fighting mm-hmm. against somebody, right? So if he loses, he tosses the phone to me, and I play. So okay. to me, it's like, yo, I'm having bonding time with my kid. On top of that, I'm actually enjoying this game. For when sure. I lose, I'm tossing it to him, and we going back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I just recently bought him. I finally got my Xbox back. I recently bought him the new Cars game. 
Dope. Video games. So now I'm trying to teach him how to hold on to the controller and how to Mm -hmm. control these things. It could be a bad thing because it's like, damn. But at the same time, it's like. If you in control of what you showing them and doing, then I want more power to it. Like you said, you spending that time. I think that's what's really is coming down to spending that time. It could be for an hour, but in that hour, if you were showing them something or interacting with something with them that they won't forget and the next day they might want to do it again with you, maybe that's something that's going to make them happy too. Like, this is what we do. Like, it might be weird, nigga, but this is what me and my pops do. You know what I'm saying? Nah. This is what we do. Yeah, just make sure it's not like, oh, it's time for shower. Me and you going to shower together. <laughs> like, nah, you feel me? <laughs> You weird, nigga. Nothing <laughs> like that, fool. Like, what the fuck? Time to get your rubber duckies. Let's play in the bathtub together. Like, nah. Hell no, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Find something like, it's that's su- look, it's less summer, weird it's, than it's that. Summertime. You can find all kind of summer, activities summer, to do, summertime. man. Like, just all kind of things. So, like I said, if you ain't, if you one of them people that work in fucking 12, 14 hours a day, I understand. You get home. Them 10 hours is tight because you got to go back and do it again. You got to get that timing with your your spouse, timing with your kids, fucking some just relaxation time, dinner, fucking collect your thoughts, look at the bills, go to sleep, get back up and do it again. Like, you only have so many hours in a day to where most of us really only getting maybe three or four hours of sleep on a daily basis. Like, that shit is crazy, but that's what comes with having this type of lifestyle. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, bro. With a spouse, with your spouse, with your significant other, at least one day out of the week, you have to have to yourself, to yourselves. Thank you. And with that, doesn't mean that if you're going to go. beyond critical. Yeah, if you're going to go to dinner, yo, let's, let's, let's stay off our phones. Thank you. You know what I mean, and let's let's let's, let's interact. And I do have trouble when I go to dinner. It's like, damn, I'm just waiting for my food, and I'm not interacting with my wife. But it's you like, know yo, what I it gotta, is, bro. I gotta start doing with, that. What you, know you just mean? said is so critical because I told my wife that recently too. Like over the past couple of days, we've been in a pretty good headspace, like just because of some simple changes that have occurred. Like she did something for herself that making her feel good. And now she got me looking at her different now. And I'm like, damn, you got me feeling young again a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a small shit. You know, you might have been doing the same thing for all these years, but you do something different. Like, in a snap of a finger could just change the whole fucking vibe up. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of like, okay, what's going on? Maybe I need to uh, check myself real quick, too, and change up something real quick so we can stay on this good level upwards. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, I oh, think yeah. that shit is... I think critical, that shit bro. is critical, dog. Um, like you said, that one day a week thing. Yes, bro. We've been working on that. We've been kind of, I've been kind of going places, to find with her, right? doing things, and I'm also looking for something that we could do on a weekly basis that we sold into where we on the same page. Like, all right, either some type of class or some kind of event that we like to attend. Mm. So it just becomes a thing that's our thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we go do this thing. That's just us. Don't be talking about where everybody is with your phone. No, this is only our thing. And while we're doing it, we will enjoy our time because everything else is still going to be there when we get back. Yeah, yeah. And I think that becomes the issue when you're thinking you're missing out on something. You're not missing out on the goddamn thing. Like we're only talking about doing something with each other for two to three hours. Or if you're lucky, do a night away somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But that's every now and then. But just for them two, three hours, you know how much big of a difference that could make in your relationship for the rest of that week, yeah, every week? Not, not just your relationship, but then, like what we go, going back to before, it's like de-stressing every worry that you were thinking hmm. about from work, from anything else, from friends, from problems that have been occurring. Could get you all back that in a good headspace. Two to three hours of you just spending with your significant other. Right. And then after that, it's not like you can go right back to just having those problems again. It's like, nah, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, you already know by now that me and Carmen's thing is we take salsa classes. Yeah, yeah. Dope. You know, so I'm already here looking like Chris Brown. You feel me? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Holla at me if you got parties. I'll come salsa class. Well, see, now y'all got something. We at a function and the salsa come on. I'm not expecting nothing but the best. Oh. I'm trying to be on the side like, look at them. Look, look at, at them go. Toe tapping over here. Everybody circling around and watching this shit. <laughs> you start doing that, I'm going to start messing up. Take a dump in my pants. I'm like, this boy been taking lessons. Breaking, you going to be like, damn, this nigga been doing this for three months and that's all he's got? <laughs> Got the same damn two-step. So he looks like he got that from a YouTube video. That is crazy, bro. Yeah, man. So That's dope, though. But, um, yeah, I hope we was able to hit on your question or your topic you wanted us to touch on managing different hats that we wear in our everyday lives. Um, we gave it our best, pretty much how we deal with things and as we go day by day. Um Hopefully you got something good out of that. Or if you got something you want to add, for sure, drop it in the comments. Let's keep the conversation going. Um, But, you know, I hope we did you justice today. (laughs) Yes, sir. You know, um, shit, man. This is episode what again? 16? Say Fulu Ono. Yep. Yeah, say Fulu Ono, you know. Wild times, man. I'm, yeah, I apologize for we didn't drop one last week, but it was a holiday week. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was busy doing their thing, but we back at it. Episode 16, Spark That Talk. You know, sparkthattalk.com is doing great. I see a lot of you are visiting the website. I'm eating all your mental, Checking bro. out the content. Um, For those who's new to the Spark That Talk, we got sparkthattalk.com. You can go on there. You can catch all the episodes. You can catch the links to Spotify, iTunes, all the links. But you can also physically listen to each episode on the website itself. There's a player down towards the bottom, and you can also sign up, drop your email in the um, in the list so that you can always stay up to date with the new stuff. And the website pretty much stays up to date on a weekly basis with whatever's going to drop, what's coming soon. Um but right now, I think we're just going to get back to the core thing, which is me and Dini just knocking it out, giving y'all content, talking about, you know, all the shit that matters. And we want the listeners to continue to give us feedback, continue to, you know, just throw your questions out there, topics that you may want to hear or talk about. And um, just always staying in tune, man. We definitely appreciate all the listeners because without listeners, what is a podcast? You know what I'm saying? Just talking to the thin air. But I appreciate all y'all that's listening. You know, we get in, we got, we getting views, we getting listens, we getting all the shit. So I, that Appreciate means as long as we touching y'all, that's all that matters to me, dog. Like if we, we went from zero to 150. Now a lot of people may think that's nothing, but I heard something today where you could have 2,000 core fans that really give a fuck about you, and then you could have two million followers that two two million motherfuckers who don't give a fuck about you. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a crazy way to look at it, but if you build your core base and those people really fucking with you, then that's all I care about. So y'all just keep rocking with us. Spark that talk, Jones and Dini. You know what I'm saying? We're going to continue to drop these, these podcasts, these episodes. More guests will come later down the line. But the next guest we get, we definitely want them to be great in. Uh, I don't want to call them interviews. Yeah, yeah. I want to call them more just having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? You know so, till next time, it's your boy Jones. Your boy Dini. We'll get back to y'all next time. Yup. Fuck them all, flip them all from the mob around Y'all know the deal, for 12 on the side of town, yeah And we be with the shit like your tummy store And I'm here all day like the regular But I'm far from the regular balls and the balls But really, it's just a song Yeah, had me in off from the back. Yeah, made a move, now we headed to the back. Get a back, gonna mat, like a book pro. Whoa, take notes, ain't no rookies round here. Shut it bad, like the scissors that I used to make. Scratch that, I'ma make them all, yeah. Now look, you suckers know we run all that. It's no cap, all facts when I talk about it. If you ain't heard from me, then I ain't talk about it. Cause all that talk get a bunch of lot of daddy, but I swear that's how it is on me. They be praying I'm a downfall. God knows I be working, get them pounds off. From the sheets to the streets, I get them rounds off. Puss until I can't sight nothing like the sound off. I don't got no love Change your life.